All right, so today's the 12th, I think, of January. Who cares? Fucking the, um, the world's still crap. Um, I went to go see two properties in Pasadena because I've been dying to go look at something I think that might even have a possibility of buying, even though I'm trying to stay disciplined and stay out of the market until this shit crashes, which God knows how long it may take. You know, again, in my last podcast, I said it, it could take two years before that happens. And I'm, I'm like here squirming in my freaking skin after what you can say is six months. So, you know, this is the tough part about real estate. Anyways, I, I go to Pasadena. I look at two very different types of houses. One in a gorgeous neighborhood, 30, 3,600 square feet. Um, it's an, it's going to be auctioned off. Probably starting price is going to be 1.5. It's worth 2.5. But in this market, you know, that's just... It's gonna probably gonna go over two or close to two, and um, that's a that's a big number. That's too big of a number for me to be perfectly honest. Um, even if the numbers make it, it won't make sense at two million. The holding cost, the time for remodel, um, the cost of money, all of that just doesn't make sense anywhere two million. But you know, you're in a market with people who have a lot of cash, and um, they can do that type of stuff. But anyways, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to have the contractor take a look at it and just see, you know, who knows. Maybe God, sh- you know, sheds a tear for me, hits me on the head, and I can get this thing for somewhere under 1.7, which would be amazing. Um, anyways, I like, to, I like to dream like that. On the other side, I went to go see a different house in a different neighborhood, also in Pasadena. Um, listed for 825, probably going to go for under 850, all cash. And I'm like, hey, it's 1,650 square feet. I can take this thing down all cash. And I, you know, if I put 100,000 into it, I can probably sell it for over a million. And if I don't, then it's still a great property in a great area. Um, I go there and of course, if I'm looking at it, um, and that's the price, it's going to be more than what I want to pay. That's just the rule in this economy. Um, so I go there and my contractors, I'm like, so how much do you think? And he says, Oh, like, uh, 200,000. And I, I'm like, you mean 20,000? No, he's like, no, 200,000. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about, bro? Two hundred thousand dollars for a sixteen hundred and fifty square foot house. Now I knew it was bad. I mean, it is bad. You, clearly, the thing is, you have to do everything. That's what he says. You have to do everything. There are illegal portions of it that need to be taken down. It's still six fifty legal, but there are illegal portions need to be taken down. And um, on top of that, you have. Um, you, you had to take out the siding, you had to take out the inside walls, all the piping, the electrical, um, all the windows. And you're, again, remember, all of this you're doing in Pasadena, um, a city known to be uh, stick far up its ass. So it, it's a problem on many accounts. I never thought I would get to a 200. You're talking about, you know, in the good old days when this recession, when the old, last recession started, uh, you could you know, do cosmetic, um, remodeling for 30 to 40, maybe $50 a square foot. Now, now I get, this is not cosmetic. This is more than that, but still you are talking about two and a half times that original number. Um, it's just mind boggling to know, to see where we've come from. Um, and it just continues to piss me off that everything that's available is just ridiculous. But it makes sense. I mean, uh, this is the time. If there was ever a time to listen to Mr. Buffett's good old words, you know, be greedy when others are fearful and vice versa. Um, now is the time to be fearful because others are extreme greed. 
Uh, if any, if anybody's interested, you can go to CNN Business and type in "fear and greed um, indicator" or or scale. And at any given time, it'll tell you where it believes on many different indicators how it judges whether or not we're in a fearful economy or a greedy economy. And right now, it's been on the gre- greedy to extreme greed for what feels like you know three four months. Um, again, you have you have some very you know the economists that I like to listen to the the successful hedge fund people I like to follow. You know they're saying that it is. Um, bubbles coming, bubbles gonna pop sometimes summertime. Um, I don't know if that's true. You know, sometimes these bubbles can go for freaking like years. You know, the dot com bubble went for years. I don't know if this is the case, but I'm just saying that is a possibility. Um, and that that would drive me nuts. And I, I, I am extremely scared of my own ability to to hold out that long, even though I know I should. So Again, two properties in Pasadena, two that look like they have a lot of potential, but you have extreme low levels of um, supply and you have extreme high levels of demand caused by the stupid freaking Fed reducing interest rates like crazy, causing asset bubbles like crazy. And you can't, what can you do about it? You know, what can you do about it except for sit back and watch, try, you know, I got some money in some stocks right now. I got money in Macy's. I missed the big I missed the bottom even though I called the bottom but it, it was my fault now I'm gonna talk stocks just really quickly but um you know when the bottom hit I called it I wasn't very experienced in stocks but I felt it in my gut after going online and listening to all the bears and how shit was gonna get much worse I got scared and I pulled out if I didn't I would have made a lot of money but nonetheless I did. Um, I'm just trying to catch the tailwinds of what's left right now, um, which isn't much, you know, making 10, 20,000 here and there, but it's nothing like, you know, you could have made if you would have just held to anything back in March or April at this point, you know, but again, if, um, just to touch a little bit more on the article I'm talking about by, um, Jeremy Grantham, you know, he wrote a long piece about bubbles and how this is probably one of the worst he's ever seen. And if you look at the PE ratios on some of these stocks, most of the stocks, you can freaking any fucking stock, you know, many of them are negative PE ratios, which means that they haven't made money, um, over the last several quarters. And yet their stocks are pre-2020. So you're talking about before the market crash, they are above those levels and they are losing money. Um, And the ones that are making money, those multiples are even higher. So the the fact is, you know, everyone keeps trying to say this this time is different. This time is going to be inflation, even though... We haven't seen inflation in decades, and I don't think it's going to happen simply because there's just nowhere else for people to put their money. Despite the low interest rate that the that the Fed is offering um, on their money and on their bonds, their treasury bonds, despite how low they are, um, people in America and people around the world continue to buy American bonds, U.S. bonds, because it is the safest place to put it. And people rather have safe money than go anywhere else in the world because they just don't trust it anywhere. Um, That's including China, 
although things may change with that uh, in the near future. But again, just circling all the way back, I'm not going this is going to be a short recording. Um, that's all I got. Hold tight, hold strong, stay steady. You know, in the long run, you can look back and you can say a year, two years for what could be one of the greatest opportunities in our lifetime is not a long time. But when you're in it, you're living it day to day, you know, fucking everything's shut down. You can't do anything except for look at the stock market go up and look at housing prices go up. The challenge becomes harder mentally, um, physically, as people are drinking more and doing other bad things, including myself. Um, (sighs) Stay strong. Love you.